You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 198, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn Worsley with you here. Episode 198, yet another, <laughs> yet another episode where out of the ether comes something that as soon as this idea came to my intuition, I was like, oh, I totally need to talk about this. And I probably have talked about this particular topic on a previous She Runs the Show episode, although one doesn't specifically come to mind. This is something that I talk about, especially with my women entrepreneur clients all of the time. So we're going to spend this entire episode talking about boundaries, boundaries. For those of you who've worked with me, for those of you who know me pretty well, you know, I am, I am the queen of, of get it done and do it now and DMA and daily massive action. But I would think secondarily to that, I am the queen of you need to create and keep healthy boundaries. And I love to say no to anything that is not taking me to where I want to go. Really good at that. So I want to talk today to those of you who may not be really good at that. I want to speak in today's episode about um, how to create and keep healthy boundaries, especially as it relates to you pursuing major life goals, including building a phenomenally successful business. But I also want to speak to you about the most important piece of boundary setting, because once upon a time, I created an online course called the Healthy Boundaries Masterclass. And I taught a lot in that course about um, what healthy boundaries are, what they look like. I mean, I went into details, but where I really lived in that healthy boundaries masterclass was this whole idea of what we're going to talk about in today's episode, which is really asking the question for each and every one of my students. Do you respect your own boundaries? Like, do you respect them? Because so often when I work with people who have issues with boundaries, when I work with people who are people pleasers or codependent or they put their dreams on the back burner, i.e. their business on the back burner, they're constantly resentful because they feel like they don't come first. Other people don't choose them, right? I hear this a lot. Other people don't choose me. My question then becomes to that person. Okay, so so you have a pattern where you're in relationship with people who typically don't choose you, here's my question for you. Do you choose you? Because see, we teach people how to treat us. We teach people how to treat us by what we allow, but we also especially teach people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves and what we choose to accept or not accept from other people, i.e. our standards. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the fact that you really need to sit and look at, do you respect your own boundaries? Do you, do you respect them? And when I say, do you respect your own boundaries? What I mean is, do you actually hold to your own boundaries? If you say, I'll give you a prime example. So every morning I wake up Monday through Saturday, Sunday's my, my rest day. Every morning I wake up somewhere between four and 5 AM. And do you know what I do for the first three hours of my day? I work out. I have a regimen, a schedule. Guess what? Nobody's coming between me and that workout. Nobody. Not emails, not business, not anybody needing something. Now, 
In all fairness, I set up my schedule so that the first three hours of my day begins at 4 or 5 a.m. so that I reduce the likelihood of anybody interrupting me or anything interrupting me. So that's very intentional in terms of my time boundaries, but also very intentional in terms of I made up my mind once I decided I was going to work out three hours a day, that nothing comes between me and that. There is no emergency that is so great that it's going to take me away from what I say is important to me. And so as I go through this episode, I really want you to be asking yourself, If I'm having issues with people not respecting my boundaries about when I work on my business or what I do in my business or people asking things of me knowing I'm already strapped for time, is it because I'm not good at boundaries? Is it because they have no problems violating my boundaries? Or is it because in action... I show other people that I don't respect my own boundaries, that I'm bending to their will every time they ask me for something, that I'm more concerned about pleasing them than I am about fulfilling me. See, if you're teaching people that through your actions, then you actually don't respect your own boundaries and you shouldn't be shocked when other people don't respect them either. You shouldn't be shocked. So let's dive in a little bit because I want to go deeper on this. You know, I love Pinterest. So we're just going to, we're going to go right to Pinterest. This Pinterest quote says, and I'm going to read it because it's so powerful. I, I really want, sometimes people think setting boundaries is mean, right? Like there's, there's a level to which, especially if you've been a people pleaser, when you finally begin to say, no, it is not going to go this way. No, I'm not going to do that for you. No, I'm, I am super busy and I am saying you're not a priority. You know, it's okay to say other people are not a priority, by the way. I know a lot of people feel bad when they have to say to other people, no, I can't drop everything and come watch your kids. No, I can't drop everything and come help you move out when you just told me yesterday that you were moving today. It's okay to say to other people, even if you have to say it word verbatim, you are not a priority for me right now. It's okay to do that. You should be your priority. And then once you've taken care of you as the priority, then you go see who, you know, else is a priority. Now, listen, if you're starting a business and you have a newborn or a three month old or even a, you know, a one year old, I've been there, done that. I'm going to tell you, you're not the priority at that moment, but you, you chose not to be. So let's not get it twisted. Certain seasons of life when you've got babies and you've got, other things that clearly need to be the priority for very specific reasons. You just need to be good with the fact that you have chosen that. You chose it. And you have to be good with where your priorities are because of what you've chosen. But outside of the whole baby thing, if you have grown-ass adults in your life who think that they should be more of a priority than you and your dreams and your business, let's talk about why that's not true. So this quote says what boundaries look like. And here's what the quote says. What boundaries look like. Other people's happiness is not my responsibility. I have a right to express how I feel. I do not have to put other people's needs above my own. We were just talking about that. I deserve to maintain my values in spite of what others want. Ooh, we're about to go there. I have the right to say no and not explain myself. Drop the mic. We're going to go there too. I define what's true for me, not other people. My needs and wants deserve to be expressed. 
I am worthy of respect and care. I am allowed to choose my peace above all else. So let me say what boundaries looks like again, and then I'm going to hit certain points because we just need to go there. So what boundaries look like, other people's happiness is not my responsibility. I have a right to express how I feel. I do not have to put other people's needs above my own. I deserve to maintain my values in spite of what others want. I have the right to say no and not explain myself. I define what's true for me, not other people. My needs and wants deserve to be expressed. I am worthy of respect and care. I am allowed to choose my peace above all else. I don't even know where to start. Let me just sip my tea because my voice is a little hoarse, but I need to, we have a lot to talk about. Let me start with the one that I suffered with for the longest period of my time, namely most of all of my 20s and some of my 30s. So I had an issue in my 20s and in some of my 30s with this one right here. I have the right to say no and not explain myself. And at 41, I'm so happy to say that that is no longer my boundary issue. And if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, I don't care where you are age-wise, and you are still in the space where you feel bad saying no to people. So every time you have to say no to people, you feel like you have to explain yourself. Let's talk about that boundary violation for a moment because you are actually violating your own boundaries by feeling like you need to explain why you're saying no. Number one, I have learned over time and I really hope you learned sooner than I did. It took me about 15 years. I've learned over time that no is a complete sentence. So I no longer feel the need to defend, debate, or justify why I say no to anything. It really is as simple as I have the right to say no and not explain myself. If I don't want to respond to your email, I have a right to not respond to your email and not tell you why I'm not responding. Same thing with text message. Same thing with instant message. Same thing with it. I have the right to say no and not explain myself. So the way that I look at it is the moment you start to go into If I'm going to say no to this person because I feel so guilty about not meeting their needs and putting my own needs first, I'm actually going to have to go and sort of apologize in a way by defending, debating, justifying, proving, explaining to them why I have to say no. You've already lost the battle if you're doing that because you've already showed the other person that they in your mind are more important to you than you are. And that they have so much power over you that not only do you feel guilt for making yourself the priority, but you feel like you have to get their approval in order to do so. Uh Uh-uh, we're not doing that this lifetime. We're not doing... Listen, how many people do you know that feel that way towards you, that feel like they have to beg for your forgiveness and ask for your approval for them to say no to you? You know what the twisted part of this whole thing is? Oftentimes... When we're in the state of saying no, but then also feeling like we have to explain ourselves, we're doing it to people and in situations that would never feel the need to explain to us why they'd say no to us. How crazy is that? So no, you have the right to say no and not explain yourself. Stop explaining yourself if you're doing that. That's a real big boundary violation and you're the one violating your boundary when you do that. Just so you know. All right. Next one that I want to cover in here. 
I do not have to put other people's needs above my own. Ooh, boy. In this world where, you know, we have people who feel like, well, you know, I, I can't be selfish, right? I can't be selfish. I need to be selfless. Like the true definition of being a great person or even not even a great person. I think a lot of people define being a good person, not even great, by do I lay my life down for everybody? Do I, am I a human doormat? Do I put other people before myself? Now, listen, there are situations where you put other people before yourself. There are situations where you, you are willing to do what's right because so many people will be harmed if you don't put lay yourself on the line. But that's not most of life. Let's be honest. That's not most of life. At the end of the day, you don't have to be the person who's constantly the quote unquote better person. The person who quote unquote takes the higher ground and is always put, you know what happens when you always put everybody else in front of you because you're trying to be humble and kind and selfless. Do you know what actually ends up happening to you on the inside? Whether you, whether you tell anybody this or not, whether you ever admit this to anybody other, any other living soul or not, people who do that, who do that, I'm just going to lay my life down and sacrifice for everybody. And I'm going to be the mom who gives up her entire life so her child can be in the Olympics. And I'm going to be the mom who doesn't have a life because my you end up being resentful. You end up being super resentful, even if you never say to anybody. People feel it. You end up being one of those people that plays the martyr and the victim and says, you owe me because I gave up my life for you. Do you know, do you honestly know what kind of burden that puts on your children? And you never have to say, you never have to say that. You never have to even say a word of it. Do you realize that your, your children from babies feel that the weight of you, of you giving up your life for them when A, they never even asked you to in the first place. B, you never even had to in the second place. And C, you're only doing it so you can cry this martyr victim story for the rest of your life. And you know what? The only one who ends that this lifetime feeling resentful and pissed off because you gave up your life for everybody else and when nobody else asked you to is you. It's you. So don't be the martyr or the victim or all of this nonsense. You don't have to put other people's needs above your own. And in fact, if you really truly want to be that person who is a servant leader and meets other people's needs in a way that is powerful and amazing and loving and compassionate, you have to put your needs first. You have to be full in order to do that. People with half a cup, half a tank aren't giving on that level. They don't have the capacity to because they haven't given to themselves first on that level. So when I ask you the question, do you respect your own boundaries? I'm really saying, do you put your needs first? Do you, do you make your needs a priority so you can be so full and so ready and so able to serve others that you then can put other people first once you've put your own needs first. Do you respect your own boundaries? Here's the other one. Here's the other one. I define what's true for me, not other people. Um, and, and I'm going to combine that with I have a right to express how I feel. I love the folks who want to try to tell you that you're not entitled to feel the way you feel or that you've got to prove and give them justification about why you feel a boundary has been violated. Listen, I had to put my tea down just for this one. Listen, I don't ever have to explain to you why I feel the way I feel. 
I don't ever have to explain to you why I consider my reality my reality and why what's true for me is true for me. And you don't ever have to accept it. You don't ever have to approve of it. You don't ever have to even agree with it. And the same goes for you. You never have to explain to me why you feel the way you feel. You're entitled to your emotions. And I'm never going to ask you to justify why you feel the way you feel. But here's the deal. There are lots of people who want to try to get into an argument with you because they think you're being irrational. They think that you're, 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 what you're feeling is absurd. It's not true. You don't get to tell me what's not true. You don't get to tell me. You don't get to create in my reality, my friends. And so we need to get to a place with boundaries, especially around life and business where you just accept and own the fact that nobody has the right to tell you how to feel and nobody has the right to define what's true for you. And you need to just be good with being misunderstood, especially in business. In business, get really good with some people are just not going to get what your dream is. And some people are not going to get where you're going until 15 years have passed. And you are well, well above that. Some people are just not going to get you. So let's just stop right now and respect our own boundaries and be okay with being misunderstood. Like, be okay with that. Because if you're doing anything extraordinary, if you're doing anything that has never been done in your community and your family before, if you're building a business and nobody in your family has been able to do that, whatever it is you're doing, if you're doing any of that stuff, listen, you're going to be misunderstood and people are going to tell you that you're wrong for feeling the way you feel. And people are going to attempt to define what's true for you. But again, I come back to the question. It doesn't matter what they do. What are you doing about your boundaries around that stuff? Are you respecting your own boundaries? Are you clearly showing an action? I mean, I'm not like you don't even have to explain to other people why you feel the way you feel. But it, are your actions really saying to other people and showing to other people I don't give a damn how you feel about how I feel. Like you go do you, I'm going to do me. And I don't have to, I don't have to believe what you believe about life or about business or about anything else. Be prepared to be misunderstood. Final thing I'm going to talk about from this particular quote, because I have other quotes we need to talk about. I am allowed to choose my peace above all else. I'm allowed to choose my peace above all else. Here's the thing. You know, sometimes I, I get called uh, standoffish. Um, sometimes I get called, you know, somebody who's really rigid. And I can be really rigid. Absolutely. I think I, I, I've learned to appreciate over time the fact that I can be very uh, 0-100 about stuff. Very clear. Very, like, concrete about this is acceptable and this is not acceptable. And I have no problems cutting people off when they do enough unacceptable things that they show me that they're, they're not willing to honor my boundaries. I'm totally good with you doing your thing somewhere else. But here's the part where a lot of people get really, get things mixed up. When you decide that peace is a non-negotiable in your life and you start to set up boundaries that say, I'm allowed to choose my peace above all else, meaning you're not going to come in my house and start a shit show. You're not going to come in my house and cause drama. You're not going to come in my, you're not going to be in my business and be my employee 
And you're actually causing more problems for me in my own business as my employee. And I'm not going to keep you around because I feel like I feel bad if I fire you and, and you no longer are making money. I'm not going to do that for you because you know what? I'm allowed to choose my peace above all else. And a lot of people, especially in business, haven't figured this out. They're keeping employees around that are toxic to them because the idea of firing them feels bad. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you kidding me? So you will compromise your own peace so you don't have to be the bad guy in firing somebody whose toxic behavior is showing you that they actually do want to be fired by you anyway? Are you serious? Here's the thing. I'm, I'm coming back to the title of this episode. Do you respect your own boundaries? I love when people talk about all of these, I have so many people, emotional vampires and toxic people, and they're violating my boundaries and blah, 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 blah. My first question is, are you respecting your own boundaries? Are you teaching people how to treat you appropriately? Are you following up boundary violations with specific actions? Are you communicating to people as soon as they violate your boundaries and telling them what the long-term consequences of continuing to do so are? And when they continue to do so, are you actually holding to the line of consequence that you already outlined for them that they were going to experience should they continue to do what they've been doing? Are you respecting your own boundaries? Most of the time I find with people that when they tell me they have constant boundary violators in their lives, they're not actually respecting their own boundaries. Just saying. So let's go to the next quote because this is a big one. I really want people to get this. So often we give people excuses for violating our boundaries, especially around business. I find, especially for women entrepreneurs, we make all kinds of excuses around why people do not um, honor the time that we put into a business, especially if we work a day job, because to a lot of people, especially people in a li- who live in our house, they see the day job as being, oh, that's required. And the business is kind of on the side. So it's not required. That's a boundary violation, by the way, ladies, just saying that's a boundary violation. When the people in your home don't respect your business hours as much as they respect your day job hours. That's called violating your boundaries and you need to fix that. So let me just give you a quote that will help you get your mind right around that whole boundary violation thing, especially when it comes to business. There's a quote that says, pay attention when people react with anger and hostility to your boundaries. You have found the edge where their respect for you ends. Let me read that again because I really want you to take in the emotional gut punch of what this is saying. Okay, let's let's feel the pain so we can do something about it. Pay attention when people react with anger and hostility to your boundaries. You have found the edge where their respect for you ends. Drop the mic on that one. Drop the mic. Do you realize... That people who violate your boundaries are actually showing you how little respect they have for you. Sit with that for a second. Just sit with it. You have found the edge where their respect for you ends. So when people are upset because you are making time for you, when people are angry because you are building a business, but you're not taking care of their kids, you're not picking up stuff for them, you're not paying for this and pay... When, when, when your boundaries are met with anger and hostility, you need to do a happy dance real quick for yourself and say, Oh, I just realized, I just realized 
I have found the edge where their respect for me ends. Now I know what to do about them. Now I know what to, to do about them. And so often we want to poo-poo when people get angry or hostile about us setting boundaries. We want to poo-poo it away as, as things like, oh, well, they're just sensitive. Oh, you know, they're just used to me being this way. And it's going to take them some time to adjust. Listen, here's the adjustment. Here's the line. Respect it. There's the adjustment. There's all the time you need to make the adjustment. And if you don't make the adjustment when I've communicated to you what my boundaries are, and you are now meeting me with anger and hostility because I've actually grown a backbone and I've set boundaries with you probably for the first time in all of our lives, then guess what? I need to be happy because I just found the edge where your respect for me ends. And now that I know that, I get to decide what I do next. I get to decide what I do next. So pay attention when people react with anger and hostility to your boundaries. You have found the edge where their respect for you ends. Just saying. Next point. I love this quote. I feel good. He said, when someone oversteps your boundaries, they're letting you know that what you want doesn't matter. Oh, did I say that? Yes, I did. Let me repeat feel good's words. When someone oversteps your boundaries, they're letting you know that what you want doesn't matter. Don't sugarcoat this in your head. Lots of people sugarcoat. They don't know any better. This is how we've always... No, no, no. Let's get very clear. When someone is unwilling, because everybody can, when someone is unwilling to honor your boundaries and they are constantly overstepping their boundaries, you need to get clear with you about what that is actually saying to you. And when they overstep your boundaries, they're letting you know that they don't give a crap about what you want. What you want doesn't matter to them. What they want matters to them. And if you've ever had a narcissist in your life, you know what I'm talking about. I don't even need to go into specifics. When someone oversteps your boundaries, they're letting you know that what you want doesn't matter. Period. Just accept it and decide what you're going to do about somebody who is letting you know clearly that what you want doesn't actually matter to them. Now, next, I'm going to go to the people pleaser thing because having been a people pleaser, I, I want you to know that this is, this is so important. If you are a people pleaser, just admit the truth. Just, just admit that you are, because, and let me give you some signs that you're a people pleaser. Again, once again, Pinterest is, it has a wealth of these kinds of things on it. Here are some signs that you're a people pleaser. And, and I'm going to go to why you need to know that. If you put other people's needs before your own constantly, if you allow others to take advantage of your kindness, i.e. use you, and you just say, well, I'm just a nice guy. I'm just a nice person. Yeah, whatever. If you avoid conflict at all costs, so you submit to other people and you do what they want so that you don't have to like actually have a get it together talk with them about it. If you are always taking care of others and nobody's ever taking care of you and you in the corners of your mind feel alone, but you feel like you have, you carry the heavy burden of always being the one to be the strong one and taking care of others. Yeah. There's some people please are tendency in that. You feel guilty when you take care of yourself and you make yourself a priority, big sign that you're a people pleaser. If you putting you first on a Saturday or Sunday out of seven days in a week makes you feel guilty, people pleaser. When you're constantly doing things out of obligation, not because you want to, but because you feel like you have to, which by the way, is actually bad for both people. Things done out of obligation does not have good energy. 
So when you're doing things out of obligation for other people, it's actually shitty for them too. They're actually not getting the best of you. They're getting the rest of you. So it kind of sucks for both sides to do things out of obligation. But that's a sign that you're a people pleaser. Staying in unsatisfying relationships or situations. I could do five episodes on this one, but I won't. I probably already have. If you're in a relationship or situation where you aren't happy and you're just sticking around because you feel like, again, obligation, sign, uh, you're indecisive, meaning you people please because you don't really want to take a stand for what you want, even if deep down you know what you want. You're on the fence about giving yourself what you want. People pleaser. You minimize your own feelings and needs. Ooh, big sign you're a people pleaser. When you squash you in order to take care of other people and you minimize your own feelings and needs, people pleaser. When you worry about the future and have a hard time with uncertainty, people pleaser. When you compromise your values, if it means people will like you, huge sign that you're a people pleaser. If you are doing stuff so other people will like you, if you are even overachieving, if you're overachieving so other people can go, man, you're fantastic. Can I tell you, I don't give a crap if people think I'm fantastic. I really don't. I don't give a crap if people, you're amazing, you're a rock star. No, no, no. You know what I care about? I care about if I feel like I'm a rock star. I care about, do I think I'm the bomb.com? Because if I don't think I'm the bomb.com, it doesn't matter what other people say to me because I don't feel that way. But you know what? People who are people pleasers will compromise their values if it means other people will give them a, a pat on the back. No, clap for your damn self and give yourself a pat on the back. That's more important than somebody else doing that for you. So at the end of the day, what am I, what am I saying? Do you actually respect your own boundaries? Do you actually do that? Because you can't expect other people to respect your boundaries if you don't actually respect them. Here's the final quote I'm going to go over, and then I'm going to end this episode because I've given you plenty to really think about. This quote says, I didn't set this boundary to either offend or please you. I did it to manage the priorities and goals I've set for my life. Here's the thing. You need to say to everybody through word and deed, and especially via action, what I just said in this quote, I didn't set this boundary to either offend or please you. This boundary is not about you. I did it to manage the priorities and goals I've set for my life. Do you know, I don't have a lot of time for a lot of relationships in my life. I don't make a lot. Actually, let me, let me, let me, let me own it because that wasn't owning it. I don't make time for a lot of relationships, like friendship. I don't make time for the, that in my life. I'm going to tell you why. Because it's not a priority. Because it's not a priority. I have an empire to build. It's not a priority. And so when I have situations with people where they're like, oh, I wish we could talk more. Oh, I wish we could catch up more. This is essentially through word and deed what I say to these people. I'm not setting this boundary with my time to either offend or please you. I'm doing it to manage the priorities and goals I've set for my life. Let me go back to my three-hour workout. I'm just not available for, for from four to seven in the morning. On Saturdays, honestly, I because I sleep in, it's like nine to one, nine a.m. to one. I'm not available. So, and I'm not going to apologize for not being available because I didn't set this boundary to offend or please you. This boundary is not about you. This boundary is about me managing the priorities and goals I've set for my life. And the one person that I can't get to 95 years old and look back and say, I didn't please is me. And 95, if I have to look back at my life and go, I didn't do what I wanted to do, that's going to be a sad death. And I'm not willing to risk that. 
So what am I saying at the end of the day? I really want you to get serious about asking yourself and really observing yourself on a daily basis, especially as it relates to your business. I really want you to ask yourself, do I respect my own boundaries? Do I respect the boundaries that I set up for my time, for my life, for my business? Do I, do I do the things that I want to do for me when I say I want to do them? Do I take care of my body in a way that respects my boundaries? Or am I constantly living my life running around like a chicken with with its head cut off, trying to please other people, feeling bad when I don't, doing things out of obligation, um, feeling like I have to explain or defend why I can't do something for somebody else. Listen, life is short. How many times do I have to tell you this? Blink of an eye, gone. Blink of, gone. Blink of an eye, you're 80. Blink of an eye, you're 90. Blink of an eye, you can't walk as fast. You can't move as fast. You know, I'm hoping that with Regen Med, we are thinking more clearly at 90 and feeling younger and more vibrant. I don't know that we're going to get there in my lifetime. I'm sure in two lifetimes, probably. I mean, people might not even grow old after a while. Who knows what will happen in 200, 300 years. But we're not going to see 200 to 300 years from now. So, like, why don't we get real with the fact that life is short? And why don't we get real that life is way too short to be putting with bullshit in the form of other people's boundary violations? And why don't we just get real with the fact that if you don't respect your own boundaries and if you don't show people through your actions, not your words, because words mean nothing if they're not backed with action, but if you aren't congruent and in alignment with teaching people how to treat you by being the role model and setting the example of how you are treating yourself, if you are constantly dropping everything to go rescue people and save people, People and do things for people and work on their this and work on their that and pay for this. If you continue to do that, not only will you not build a successful business, more importantly, you will not have a successful life. And you will have taught everybody how not to respect your boundaries because you don't respect them. So you can't blame them at the end of the day if you don't respect you. Can't blame them. And that's why at the end of the day, if you're having boundary issues with anybody in your life, you need to go inside first and you need to say to yourself, do I respect my own boundaries? Do I actually live like I respect my own boundaries? Could a complete stranger look at the way I run my day, my week, my month, my year? And could they say, oh, that's a woman who respects her own boundaries? Or, or are you a people pleaser? who is more interested in the approval of other people and other people liking you and thinking you're the bomb.com rather than you actually being the bomb.com in your own life because the way that you set up your boundaries. Here's the thing. It took me 15, 20 years to get this. I'm not expecting you to get it overnight. I'm My wish for you is that you would get it sooner than I did. So you have more of your life to actually enjoy and thrive and be a blessing in other people's lives and have impact and, and, and fulfillment and all of the amazing things that God actually intended for you to have. But you could turn down what God intended for you to have by the way you show up in your own life. So if you want to do that and you want to neglect what God has intended for you so you can fulfill other people's will so they can use you. I don't know. Then you get the life that you get. Don't complain about it. But I suspect that that's not the life you want to live. And I suspect that you do know deep down whether or not you're respecting your own boundaries. And I also suspect 
that deep down you know you have the power to respect your own boundaries and to teach people how to treat you, even if it costs you certain relationships with certain people. Can I just tell you something real quick before I end this episode? If you honoring your own needs and respecting your own boundaries and holding to those boundaries costs you the love, the respect, or the belonging of another human being, that was never really a relationship to begin with. Hear me when I say this. If somebody gets angry, hostile, and says, oh, you've changed, and you're not who I thought you were, and da 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 because you now are taking care of you, then you never had a relationship with that person. You had a transaction, you had a contract, you had an unsaid agreement, and you had a situation of being used, but that was not a true relationship. So yes, grieve the lie of a relationship that you thought it was, but it actually wasn't even one. So get real with that and move forward. That's all I have to say in today's episode. I had to drop the mic on this one because you know what? A lot of us are thinking that we have business focus problems when really at the end of the day, at the end of the day, ah, at the end of the day what we actually have is boundary. We have boundary situations. I wouldn't say problems because we can fix that. We have boundary situations. So own the fact that if you have boundary violations happening all over the place in your life and business, it's probably because you don't respect you. And the beauty of getting real with that is you can actually fix that right now today. So you know what I'm going to say? Fix it now. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 